Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, September 19th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, every September, Troy, Illinois residents celebrate the life of a hometown hero who was killed in Afghanistan. Family and friends started the Bradley R. Smith Memorial 5K run after his death about a decade ago, and it's still going strong. We're a tight-knit community when it comes to supporting each other and anything tragic happens in this town, we all come together. St. Louis Public Radio's Mary Leonard speaks with residents of Troy, Illinois, about remembering a hometown hero. First, the news. Missouri Governor Mike Parson will be in St. Louis today to announce steps the state plans to take in addressing gun violence in the region that has claimed the lives of more than one dozen children this year. He will meet with several elected officials, community leaders, and clergy before unveiling his plan. It marks Parsons' third meeting in St. Louis this month, seeking to address the rash of homicides, especially those involving children. Eleven children have been slain in the city this year. Two other child deaths are under investigation. Today's unveiling follows a move by St. Louis's top elected officials to make more money available for anti-violence programs. The city's Board of Estimate and Apportionment has voted to transfer $1.5 million from a Department of Corrections maintenance fund into an account to pay for such programs. That is in addition to the half million dollars already budgeted. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page has signed executive orders aimed at beefing up ethics regulations. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, the move is in response to the downfall of Page's predecessor. Page's executive orders encourage disclosing public documents that are subject to sunshine requests and instituting a code of ethics for county executive appointees. The Democratic official says that appointees that don't report instances of corruption could face termination. Page signed the orders at the same desk that former St. Louis County Executive Steve Stenger used. Stenger is heading to federal prison soon in South Dakota after pleading guilty to corruption charges. We strive to do better every day moving beyond the cleanup and destruction from a power-hungry, prison-bound man. Page wants the county council to pass a bill stopping bidders from contacting county officials while the contracting process is underway. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Thousands of Missouri residents are still waiting for their tax refunds. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports, the delay has forced the state to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in interest payments. According to the Missouri Department of Revenue, there are more than 9,000 returns processed and ready to go. That amounts to $20 million that the department has yet to pay out. In addition, there are roughly 13,000 returns in manual review. The department declined an interview request to discuss when people will get their tax refunds, but a spokeswoman says they've issued about 96% of the total number of refunds that were issued at this time in 2018. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review this daily effort wherever you get your podcasts. Senior Airman Bradley R. Smith of Troy, Illinois, was killed in action in Afghanistan about 10 years ago. Every September, family and friends organize a 5K run in his honor 
in the small city 20 miles east of St. Louis. As St. Louis Public Radio's Mary Leonard reports, people in Troy say they will never forget their hometown hero. Chloe Smith is singing before several thousand people at a 5K run in Troy, Illinois, to honor her father, Senior Airman Bradley R. Smith. The little girl with blonde hair and a bright smile was just a baby when he died a hero's death in Afghanistan that no one here has forgotten. When she stumbles a bit with the words, more than 600 runners begin singing with her and Chloe finishes strong. Land of the free and the home of the brave. Chloe's mother, Tiffany, says she cherishes the annual outpouring of support from her husband's hometown. I don't think they realize the impact that they have on our family. To say, I'm stopping a Saturday to come out and run for your loved one, it means the world to us. They've been running for Brad for 10 years now. His family organized the first run just eight months after the 24-year-old airman was killed in action. It's patriotic and festive. At 7.30 a.m., while most participants are still arriving, visiting airmen are already running the route in tight formation. They come every year from Air Force support squadrons in Kansas, Kentucky, and Colorado to honor one of their own. The park is trimmed with bunting and miles of flags. There's a red, white, and blue birthday cake for Smith, who would have been 34 on September 11th. Jenna Zellen volunteers with the Troy Fire District. She and other firefighters are running in full gear. Zellen graduated with Smith from Triad High School in 2004. Oh, if you can make it out here, do it. You'll get chills every time. <laughs> it's just a great show of support for a great guy. Michelle Stillwell came with her daughter's dance team to cheer for the runners. Stillwell says she'll never forget that cold day 10 years ago when Brad Smith's funeral procession drove through town. My husband and I and were standing in front of the VFW and you could have heard a pin drop. It's, it's a very emotional thing for our community. We're a tight-knit community when it comes to supporting each other and anything tragic happens in this town, we all come together. Bradley Smith's father, Gary, says it's hard to believe that his son has been gone for 10 years. He's proud that Troy continues to support the event. Our town is very patriotic. They support our troops. We just live in a great area. Uh, it's not a big, fancy town. It's just a good place to raise a family. The afternoon before the run, Smith and volunteers were at the park getting ready. He took a break to talk about his son. Brad Smith deployed to Afghanistan just two months after his daughter Chloe was born. His job was to accompany Army platoons and coordinate airstrikes during combat operations. When his patrol came under attack, Smith went to the aid of the wounded. He died retrieving the body of a fallen soldier. Gary Smith says his son died the way he lived, helping people. But he was just a boy that loved life. He uh, always thought of others, and that's how he lost his life. Smith says the 5K is about remembering his son, but he also thinks of it as a celebration for all who serve.
Reporting from Troy, Illinois, I'm Mary Leonard, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.